0: Hey, happy summer solstice today. Welcome to Get On and Shine with me, Holly Honeychurch. It has been a long time and I've actually had to practice even saying hello because it sounded too harsh a second ago. So I'm trying to keep a more relaxed vibe today. I've been spending far too much time with the bunny rabbits. (laughs) I hope you're well. Are you having a good weekend? (laughs) I'm having a great weekend. I have been reliving my childhood this weekend. And I wanted to share it with you. This weekend, I've decided to get back into gaming again. After a long absence of about 20 years. Hmm. It comes because I... Really enjoy watching box sets like series on Prime. But the ones I choose are usually kind of sci fi action, fantasy action, and that usually leads me to watching a lot of violence and deaths and blood and gore and weird things, which <laughs> I want to have a break from. It makes me a little bit agitated. I'm desensitized as well to all the violence. I can understand that. And while I know games are action and they can be really violent, they're not the ones that I'm interested in. I'm interested in the shiny ones like Mario and the color and the rainbows and the stars and brilliant soundtracks. I'm so looking forward to honing my skills, becoming sharper and exploring incredible worlds. There are some wonderful games I've seen out there. I've gone with the Nintendo Switch. I think that's a solid choice. It's definitely going to be one where I can get lots of colour in my games. I want to get me some turtles. (laughs) I want to get me some turtle shells so that I can go knocking little... Goobly things around. (laughs) It's funny how it happens. Our next door neighbours, who we've hardly seen at all, um, they've got a young son who's really into computers and gaming. And it was just a a little comment that she made that she really likes Super Mario. She likes Mario. And all of a sudden, the whole Mario land world came in to me again. (laughs) came into my heart all those turtle shells and all those hearts and mushrooms and seriously mario was literally my life for a good couple of years when i got a super nintendo it just really changed my life in terms of color and imagination so to be coming back to it now it's really exciting (laughs) Gosh, I don't know what's going on with with the seagulls at the moment, but they are absolutely noisy as anything out there. Uh, Every day at a certain time, or in fact, any time they want, they just make a right racket out there. (laughs) Now I've got this games console coming, and I'm building up to it, and all weekend I've been researching games and looking at reviews, Top 10 indie games, top 10 Mario Kart, In Order. I've been thinking about all the games that I've played throughout my life. Because it wasn't just Mario, actually. I've played quite a few different ones. Because my dad was a pioneer in tech, really. From ever since I could remember, there were always computers around there were always lots of wires and he was always fiddling with them and trying to get them to work and to connect into the back of the TV or the monitor there were lots of big plugs he was always lying down like in a really small space trying to like <laughs> cock his head round to get to the back of a TV somewhere and because of that i started playing games really young i was about 6 probably when i fir- first played On the Sinclair. The Sinclair took these sweet little cartridges about an inch long, really delicate things, used to fit slots into little holes. I remember I used to like putting them in. I'm just thinking about all those cassette tapes as well which made the high-pitched sounds to load the games. Wow, they were noisy weren't they? I played a game called Cavern, and Cavern, you had to collect diamonds. There were about 250 diamonds to collect. I used to go on it every morning about 6am, and they would tell me later on that they would hear me screaming a little bit, because every time I died it made me jump, because there was a sound when you died, and you couldn't turn the sound off. (laughs) or I didn't know how to anyway so I always had to suffer if I died I got this this scary sound which having just looked at a little youtube video of cavan i've still got the trauma from being a 6 year old it doesn't go away <laughs> I got a bit i i got a bit contorted when he when he fell into the sea So there were jetpacks and flashy hearts that you collected and made awesome sounds. There were diamonds, shiny diamonds. Lovely. You Couldn't go in the sea. And there was a fair bit of sea to traverse. But I completed it. I did it. But nothing happened at the end, sadly. So maybe they didn't think anybody would complete it, but they must do. But it just, yeah, I collected my last one. And I was like, yeah, what? What's going to happen now? But nothing did. (laughs) But it was fun. Another game on the Sinclair was Meteor Storm. Lots of flying through space with a little triangle, breaking up big boulders and shooting them down. (laughs) There was a snooker game, which I would always mess around with and wouldn't ever just do sensible shots. I would always power it to the most that the snooker cue could go so that all the balls would smash around the table. And my dad introduced me to a game. I don't know what it's called, but it had ants in it. And as a, quite a young girl, we played it on a black and white television. I'm guessing it was on the Sinclair, but that was really scary and I couldn't actually play it. I just wanted my dad to play it so he could rescue me. And sometimes you could disappear press a button and disappear but then you could end up in a worse place than before right in front of an ant so that wasn't a pleasant one for me so cavern is where it began all the color and excitement of a, a six-year-old then there was the atari of course with pong and breakout missile command not so much for me but definitely a breakout with all the rainbow blocks. That was really fun. I'm sure there were lots of other games, but they're the the most memorable. Then there was the MSX, which had lovely cartridges that you plugged in. There were lots of MSX games that I enjoyed. There was athletics, where we'd all have a big laugh while we were trying to jump over hurdles. In this, in the athletics, there was a character that looked like my dad, so I always had a great time like hurtling along with my dad on the screen. <laughs> there was the lily pad game, it used to be called for me, it's actually called Athletic Land. <laughs> a little kid jumping over lily pads and swing ropes and it was really hard, I didn't get that far with it. There were way too many bouncing balls and clouds that wanted to kill you that was the other game which when i died i'd usually scream or something it just made me jump so much (laughs) there was a an antarctic game with a penguin who had to jump over ravines and if he fell in one of them it kind of got stuck for a bit i used to enjoy dancing with the penguin to the blue danube that was the soundtrack i think (laughs) do 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 and the penguin. When you jump with him, he had little flappy hands. They used to, I used to think they were really cute. There was a bakery game trying to protect all the bread and croissants from the naughty raccoons who were always turning off the bread, the the bakery machines, and bashing you around a bit. There was tennis, where I always used to go and try and have a word with the umpire and maybe sort of smash him a bit, but he never, he always ignored me. And the ball boy was always fun in the Konami tennis car jamboree, smash up cars, kung fu was very fun. Apparently it was the beginning of Street Fighter series. So yeah, I did quite get into the the kung fu. Oh, and one notable character on that was a kung fu expert big man who farted. That was his secret weapon. He would fart and stun you and then he could come and punch you. Hmm. Delightful. (laughs) There was also a fun clay pigeon shooting game where you had to obviously shoot these little discs, but sometimes you got to shoot blue discs and sometimes an octopus would just fly over the screen and you'd shoot that too and you'd get double points. Wow. (laughs) There was a light pen that came with the MSX. So that was really incredible. Drawing over your television screen, making circles and filling things in. That was magic for me as a child back then. There was also, when you didn't put a cartridge in, but you turned everything on, it would come up with, like, C code. I say C code, it was literally like a C, dot, dot. And I remember thinking, wow, if I write things in here and press enter, then it will do stuff and things will open up. It felt like I was the beginnings of a coder. I'm not a coder, but back then it felt like anything was possible if I put all these special symbols into the computer. Nothing ever happened, but it was fun to think that things might happen. Two fab games that my friend Angela Everett had, one of them Rainbow Island on the Amiga. What an amazing game. so many rainbows, so many jewels and bits of cake that you can collect at the end of the level and gems, wow, perfection for me. And something called Whizball on the Commodore 64. I've just had a quick look on YouTube, I found a playthrough and golly it was ever so noisy, lots of funny industrial sounds. I think that's where my first fascination with pipes came in because Whizball got to go down all these different pipes into different lands it looks much better in my imagination than it does now (laughs) on screen dad had an early apple mac but we didn't play any games on that one until he got a pc and then theme park came along theme park was one of my favorites yes theme hospital that one as well and The Sims, which I actually found a bit harder. So the yeah, theme park and theme hospital were my favourites. All the, the people being sick in the hospitals was what permeated constantly on that game. I'd have to hire hundreds of janitors to sort it all out. <laughs> I loved putting sweet shops and burger joints and food outlets into my theme park. I found that always very satisfying somehow. I think it's because... As a kid, I always wanted to work in a sweet shop, and like, this was the next best thing. I did actually manage that, as my first job was working in an ice cream shop serving Mr Whippies, so that was quite fun. <laughs> I remember having a game, which I didn't choose, It was just it just turned up. You know, one of Dad's freebies. He used to get quite a lot of free things, I think, just the sort of deals he did. Um, he was in marketing, so he'd do a favour and get a favour back. So we got a game called Alone in the Dark. It was too scary for me, you know, haunted houses, walking around with torch lights. It's not my idea of fun. Um, but we did have a go on it, and Mum was playing. It was me, Dad and Mum, but Mum was in the driver's seat. And remember this zombie coming up behind her but she didn't have time to turn around. So there was this creature going for her and she was trying to kick, but she was kicking backwards. And we all just found it ever so funny, you know, all these novices at playing things and nobody could quite get anything right. (laughs) Teenage years came, started senior school, hung out with friends who had lots of different devices. One of my friends, she had a Game Boy, played that all weekend, she lent it to me, played Balloon Kid, that was a great game, and was introduced to Super Mario, which I found absolutely magical. Wow, I played it non-stop, and I only realized when I gave her the console back that on the side there was a little wheel, which helped you be able to see (laughs) the screen. And I'd been playing it all weekend, very light, so I couldn't really see much, but I thought it was the battery running out. So it was kind of disappointed that I didn't get the best out of that weekend. But I still enjoyed myself as much as I could. (laughs) She also had a Game Gear, so I got introduced to Sonic on that. But also, my parents and I, we used to go to somewhere called Macro, where it was a big wholesale place. And while my parents were off shopping for random things, I would go to the computer section and they would usually have, on the Sega Mega Drive, Sonic. So that's where I discovered Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, wow, I loved Sonic so much. All those spins and jumps and everything. And the casino level in Sonic 2 was my all-time favorite. I'm I was such a gambler as a kid <laughs> in one way or another. So, yeah, that suited my tastes. And all those shiny rings, mmm. Knowing that it's available on the Nintendo Switch, just about made my day. So Mario was introduced to me on the Game Boy and I thought it was the most incredible thing I'd ever played. The fact that I could grow when I clicked on mushrooms and boxes would give me coins and Ah, oh, it was just incredible. It was it was wonderful to me. And then I got my own. I got my own SNES. I'd obviously seen it on the television. All I wanted was Mario on it. I didn't care about any other games. So one Christmas, I remember my dad and I going into game, probably. And he bought the SNES. With the Super Mario. And that was me. Done. Had to wait until Christmas Day, mind. (laughs) I think he only got it a few days before, so it wasn't too stressful for me. And I absolutely adored Super Mario. So many worlds. So much cuteness. Yoshi. You know, Yoshi eating apples out of the tree. Spin jumps. Being able to collect turtle shells and bash them into other characters. Wow, what an experience. What a mind-altering experience for like a (laughs) 12-year-old. Perfect. I did that to completion. I finished that and then I think around that time I found Mario All-Stars. So I got to go and play all the Marios. I wasn't that keen on the first one, actually, especially knowing that the third one existed and the third one, had games within games and that to me was very exciting matching things up um, clicking cards pairing things up oh, there was all kinds of stuff and I watched um, a bit of a run through of it I clicked in at certain places and you just can't run out of lives you know this person playing had 99 lives the most amount you can have but he was getting them all the time everywhere else <laughs> they just weren't registering, um, you got a lot of chances in that game to, to win, it was fun playing with the fox's tail, I think it was a fox, um, flying fox, and yeah, I wasn't on the snares, it was a bit harder to fly with the cape, I didn't really get the hang of it, so being able to fly with the fox was great, I also enjoyed Super Mario 2 for a little bit. I really liked the princess, how she would float. So I played her quite often. It was a really, it was so different from the other ones out there. It was really weird, wasn't it? Um, But it, it, yeah, it had its moments and I was introduced to the princess and she made me happy with all her gliding. The GameCube came next in my 20s as a present, I really wanted Pikmin. I'd seen it advertised. I won't go into big detail about Pikmin, but it's very colorful. It's got lovely, cute little characters who have got sweet little leaves that turn into buds, that turn into flowers when they're mature. And they help this man in the space rocket. And <laughs> there's lots of whacking. They like whacking things and turning them into coins. And it's, it's, it's a delightful thing. But with that one, I couldn't get past the first level. I couldn't kill the baddie. And I got frustrated, so I stopped. There was Monkey Balls in there as well, which is a kind of fun multiplayer game where you can punch, do punching, and I don't know, it's kind of a sporty thing. I wasn't so into that one. (laughs) One amazing game on the GameCube. I rented The Simpsons Road Rage. It was quite fun, smashing around, collecting customers in your taxi. But then one day, I took it around to see my parents, and my mum played it. She played the Sunday afternoon drive version as Marge. And she, I've never heard her laugh so much playing anything. She, she wasn't at all a gamer. She would occasionally play things, but this, she was in absolute hysterics rampaging into dustbins and smashing up lampposts. She was roaring with laughter. It was so delightful to hear her. I'll never forget that. <laughs> there was occasionally a bit of first person shooter when I went to a few land parties when I was in Australia and I just used to like being the sniper, hide away, being the sniper and sort of staying out of trouble really. I didn't Really like much else. Yeah, my first person tutor days were very numbered. But now I'm about to embark on a new journey into the Nintendo Switch. I'm looking forward to doing mystery games as well as platform. I'm going to start just with one game. I'm going to get the Super Mario U Deluxe because I want to start where I know with what I know, which is platform games. But I've heard great things about Mario Odyssey. I'm quite excited about that. I missed out on the Nintendo 64 and the Mario there. I couldn't quite figure out the 3D controls. It it didn't feel right to me. So hopefully I'll feel better. Um, That will come when I've got a monitor on which to slot the Nintendo Switch into. It feels like Mario Odyssey needs a big screen. I'm very excited. I ordered it today and it might come tomorrow from down the road I'm going to go and collect it and then I'm going to download a game you don't even need to buy a game and have it physically you can just get it downloaded and then off I go into a world of colour and magic and fun and giggles I'm not going to get too serious about it. I'm determined not to get frustrated with anything. I have been known to get frustrated in the past when I was a child. And I once smashed up my computer by sort of doing a fist onto it and I broke my M. So I'm going to be a very reserved and calm player from now on, a calm gamer. I've got to have some breaks. (laughs) (laughs) and I want to just, yeah, play with the big smile on my face. It's going to be wonderful. So if you've got any recommendations, oh, there's Kirby, I think, I want to play Kirby, that looks really fun. But if you've got any other recommendations for me, then I would be happy to hear them and explore them. I'll let you know how it all goes. I'm excited. (laughs) Thanks for listening. What's your favourite game? What do you like playing? Let me know. Goodbye.